0: Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, Pastor on. first of all, I want to thank you and your dynamic ministry and your leadership to allow me to uh, speak to you live, and I look forward to your listeners gaining some information. I hope they have their Business Speaks binder. You know that's one of my calls to action, so we can take some great notes over the information that we give as we build a kingdom, and I, I'm honored to be here with you tonight. Um, like I said, like you said in the opening, and um, I am a uh, – Two decade veteran of being in leadership and management. Uh, what my calling is, is to help dreamers and the startup space. A lot of times business consultants and coaches kind of struggle with that business that's from birth into two years, which in the marketplace we call that a startup. That is my specialty, helping people to come up with the ideas. The feasible study of that idea, how it would enter the marketplace, and how it can be used to build up the kingdom of God by using the keys to the kingdom, and by that I mean using spiritual principles to build up the kingdom. The Lord requires His people, as as you are an ex- excellent teacher, passes on about uh, conquering the mountains, and one of the mountains is uh, the mountain of business, and we need to study to show ourselves approved unto God in whatever the Lord puts in our spirit, and he gave me an anointing of helping people in the business sector, and I am just called to do that, and I'm ready, and I want to help his people, especially the faith-based community, to be in the position of entrepreneurship, which will assist in not only building up the kingdom, but funding the kingdom as well. I think, uh, Pastor, you know, I don't have a really, like, a glamorous story, but I will tell you, my grandmother was an entrepreneur. Uh, As a young girl growing up in the Kansas City area, my grandmother had to, she was a strong matriarch, and uh, uh, being uh, raised in Oklahoma, having an eighth-grade education, she came to Kansas City and worked uh, with the famous Pullman Porters of the railroad system, and after she retired, she began to sell dinners to the railroad. Now, how how can an eighth grade education person think, okay, I'm going to retire from the job, and then I'm going to start selling my products to a job? So in the eighth grade, I was the cornbread maker, and then I got graduated to frying the chicken. So I, in my whole life, from my grandmother, my aunts, my uncles, my dad, we grew up uh, uh, as a family, who knew we had to have extra income, and we did construction, we haul. But that influence of my grandmother taking um, a food and and putting it on a plate and saying, "Baby, don't let the greens be mixed in with the sweet potatoes. You got to show love and put in that cornbread, two pieces of cornbread, plaster in a, a plastic." Uh, 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 bags and 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 having the crease the same crease in twenty bags of a uh, double cornbread and putting the fall on there properly and the set te- the correct temperatures. Just seeing her entrepreneurship and seeing the money, Pastor. I used to get twenty dollars every Saturday, and for an eight for eight year old, that's a lot of money. Uh, being grown up in the in, in the late seventies, uh, uh, the mid to late seventies, and I just got a joy out of seeing my grandmother be an entrepreneur. Uh, entrepreneur, and to see her really make a dollar out of fifteen cents. So I was rooted in entrepreneurship. Went on to uh, take a career in retail. You know, I, I I grew up in Walmart, and I managed millions of millions of dollars of sales, processes, and profits. Walked the floor with the great late great Sam Walton, and he, and you know, and and the phrase that always pays is that to make a legacy for your family and to pass on generational wealth. That's through having a, a business transaction and, and an entrepreneurship dream of your own. And that's that's what did it, I guess I can say to answer your question simply, was my grandmother, you know, seeing her and being that cornbread girl pastor and getting promoted to frying that chicken. <laughs> it is in the blood. Absolutely. I think initially, you know, you go into a – mind. you know, let me say this. Usually the business that you start out with, when you it's longevity, you you begin to get other streams of income from that particular business, whether it be one-on-one calls, conference calls, uh, doing retreats, et cetera, et cetera. Where I am in my vision for Business Speaks is, of course, the initial thing is to be a consultant to help dreamers get – Um, Their manifest their business and to make it a feasible business. But I think my passion, I think the Lord, the long term vision is to help single women or single parents, single fathers, single mothers, understand that no matter where you start you can have a business. Most millionaires in the world today even in the Christian sector are not college graduates, and some of them are not even high school graduates. Okay, I talked about Mr. Sam. Mr. Sam Walton was not a college degree. Look at Michael Dell, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, on and on and on and on. But to be that link of information and confidence and resource to let them know that anyone can learn how to start a business if you have the right information. The second piece of that is President Obama in the and his last uh, year of his legacy begin to let ex felons out of jail, which the proper politically correct word for that is returning citizens. so you think about the market and especially as, uh, uh, in comparison to Atlanta to a city like Kansas City, six hundred thousand inmates and it's going to be increased to about seven hundred and twenty are being released back into the back into the marketplace, if you will. but where do they go? They have the struggles of getting jobs. They have the struggles, and, and particularly I'm talking about nonviolent offenders, uh, particularly ex-drug uh, drug lords or drug uh, sellers or something like that, nonviolent. Uh, that's where the 600000 came from. What I want to do is, is create a resource for them to be able to come home and hire themselves because a lot of them get out of jail with a skill set that can be used on the outside world, the same principle that you would use that a veteran He gets a skill working for the government. He can get out and learn how to make that uh, skill set into a business. For example, a brief story. My cousin who I interviewed on my show, you may have heard it, Deborah Green got out of uh, the Women's Correctional Facility of Topeka. She had all this training, certificates for cleaning floors, shining floors. She came right out as a felon, came right out. I worked with her to do some classes. We did some uh, some background work, et cetera, et cetera. Now she has six customers, six different contracts, even with her background. So the, the people that were God-stayed, where he was always with the forgotten, um, the, the people that people threw away, and he came to them and said, Hey, you can be something in the kingdom of God. You just have to let the Lord lead you and guide you. But more importantly, uh, Pastor, as you know, as we talk sideboard, faith without works is dead. We as a Christian people, like the secular world, have to have a standard of excellence. And that those two segments of people that the world, the government, and people kind of throw away because of their past, them are the type of people or, 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 or clients that I want to reach and show, hey, you don't have to struggle with getting a job. Let's teach you how to hire yourself.
1: Amen, um, and and that is absolutely great because it allows them to um to create or build a lifestyle without going back to what was uh, familiar or norm, you know, unto them, and 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 put them in a place in a space where they can become productive citizens, and so that's absolutely um a, a amazing, and putting them in a space where their background won't hinder them, you know, for making honest. Money, so um, that's absolutely amazing, and we definitely, definitely need um more businesses. You know, um, such as and we, yourself. And let, and
0: let me say, this pastor, along with that, there's They 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 the the Department of Labor says there's six hundred thousand tech jobs. Tech jobs, and you're you're a technical expert, so I'm sure you know the data. Six hundred thousand tech jobs that we don't have people to fill for them. And with all the stuff that's going in the political, with DACA and all of that, yada, 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 that's 600,000 opportunities for someone to be a contractor, to contract, to start a business, start a job. And how you know that the interest is very hefty in this returning citizens uh, sector, which is another name for Expelling, Google, Ferner, which is a big software healthcare company here, Apple, are starting to recruit expellers and teaching them low-tech jobs, putting cable in, alarm systems, to fulfill these 600,000 jobs. That's how you know it's important, Pastor.
1: Awesome. Oh, wow. Oh wow, that's that's absolutely um awesome. So yes, it is important. So for those that can grab a hold of to what it is that you're seeing, it can definitely also make an impact within um within their businesses as as well. Um with getting to the key places. Now I know entrepreneurship, you know, um it, it ain't always pretty and it it's not always um a, a bed of roses as, as we move into entrepreneurship. And so we always want to definitely make sure that we give the um the listeners you know you know takeaways um, as a positive as well as you know some 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 opportunities of growth so I want to ask you this question what is the biggest um, mistake that you ever made as an entrepreneur and how did you recover from it
0: The biggest mistake I made is that I made I thought in my mind that my family and friends should be my biggest supporters. So many people get upset, feelings hurt, et cetera, et cetera, because they feel like that their friends and family should be buying from them as if they were going to, a let's say, a big shopping mall, which has 200 choices and all you have is one choice. In the real, true idea of entrepreneurship, the mistake that we all make is that we don't have an entrepreneurial mindset. We want people to believe or work in the dream more than we are willing to do. I had to learn to make sacrifices. It's like, Pastor, when you have a baby, you, you're very about who you need to babysit your baby, mm-hmm. what type of food you feed them. Uh, they got to be in the house before the lights go on uh, and the street lights come on. It's the same principle in business. So the mistake I made is not having the entrepreneurial mindset and being upset and having the spirit of rejection because my friends and family did not buy a purchase or believe in my dream like I should have. And in the true world of business, yeah, family and friends are a caveat. They're gravy on the potatoes, but at the end of the day, your business should be ready for the marketplace. And the marketplace is outside of your friends and family. And I had that that poor rejection, not really understanding the marketplace by thinking that my friends and family were, would be my first customers. Often they are, but they, the way – that the world is going, especially with technology, you may not have the goods and services that your friends and family are looking for. Your prices may not be competitive. You may not be able to take a coupon from Walmart where your macaroni and cheese is four dollars, and Walmart's is a dollar fifty. Then I say, well, do you add match? You going not I add match. You, my family and friends, no. You have to prepare for the marketplace. So, Pastor, I think not having that entrepreneurial mindset as it relates to friends and family was my biggest mistake for five years
1: you know you said something very powerful and I and I love it. You said that um our business has to be ready for the marketplace which is which extend beyond your family and friends. That's a very powerful mm-hmm. statement um right there um misery my god <laughs> that's very very powerful i just absolutely <laughs> love that now I, I want to what i want to do i just want to give the audience an opportunity for you to just pour inside of them giving them a, you know some business tips um and or of you know, uh, some business tips to help them you know be successful as they continue or step out into um the marketplace
0: Okay. Well, I think the first thing, even though I talked about family, when you look at, when you look at um, really, really, your, the, let's talk about the root word of economics, which it, it wraps around money, cash flow, P&L, marketplace, marketing, social media, all the things that apply to that. The root word of economics is household, household management, which Uh, narrows down an epitomology as family. So what do I mean by that, Therese? Your first generational wealth building block is family. That's why they call it the 13 ruling families, not 13 ruling individuals, 13 ruling families. And I think our concept of business that's why my grandmother is so important in my life she understood her role and i don't think she knew that she was growing entrepreneurs but the fact that she fed her family and let us see her be an entrepreneur is the first building block of true wealth in certain demographics and a lot of times pastor is in the is in in our churches we pass on generational poverty we don't pass on generational wealth because oftentimes probably 80% of my customer base or Christian base the other 20% are sector but traditionally all of my customers say three I'm not in it for the money I just if you're not in the money in it for the money the transaction of currency how can you bless the people of God how can you feel, fulfill God's dream in the world if you're not able to fund it that's why you just said if we're going to if we're going to lend to nations and borrow from none you've got to have the currency of money. And the first transaction has to be within your household with your family. That's the first thing. That's the first building block of wealth is understanding family is your first business. And if you need an example, 13 ruling families, not individuals, but families. The next thing is where I struggle, Pastor, is your health. When God gives you an, a, a mission, then he gives you an anointing, Your part in it is to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. The first thing, healthy, that means eating right, water, working out. Because, Pastor, you need energy. Mm -hmm. To do the will of God, you have to have energy. And keep in mind, as you build a family to health, your children and your kids are watching you how you live. Pastor, that goes to this. You, under, you, you understand how first generation, then the second generation, doesn't want to carry on the family legacy because the example of the first, the first generation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We struggle, don't talk to our kids and tell them why this is important, why we have these traditions, why it's important for entrepreneurship to build your own wealth and legacy. We have to communicate to our children. So like I said, the first thing is family. The second thing is health. The next thing is I think we lack emotional intelligence, Pastor, and you can you can disagree or uh, agree. When you go into entrepreneurship, when I'm talking about mindset, the first thing you have to understand, you're gonna have trials and tribulation because entrepreneurs match life. Every day is not sunshiny, you have ups and downs, you have to be a problem solver and we wear our feelings on our sleep because Sally Sue doesn't see your business the way you do, and if you get a bad critique on Facebook, then you're ready to tear her head versus saying, okay, I'm stepping back from my business as a CEO, and as a customer, this person is really doing me a favor by making, giving me the opportunity to make my business better. And all that is emotional intelligence. And then another thing as far as emotional intelligence is, you have to make sacrifices before you do your first deal. For example, if you say 2018 is my year, then December the 1st, you should have put up your credit card. You should be living on a budget. You should have a business banking account. You should understand business acumen for us, cash flow, profit and loss, expenses, income statement, a lot of this, that of that. Do you have the right accountant? Do you have a bookkeeper? How was your relationship with your bank? All those things go into your ability to have emotional challenges because these are the bricks that you have to carry as an entrepreneur. And let me say this. The business acumen piece, Pastor, is a lot of what our faith-based community and our African-American community really, really lack. And then the last thing, how are you presenting yourself in the marketplace? And this is where your strength is, Pastor, Through your Facebook account. A lot of times we mix our personal life with our business life, and really they mirror each other, but they're really separate to each other. And then and then, if you don't know how to do the social media, you can't wear all the hats in a business. You have to delegate those things, and which is part of your team, to help you take your stride to the next place. Even Jesus had 12 disciples. Who are your 12 disciples, for example, your lawyer, your attorney, your realtor, your pastor, your counselor, your social media person, your kingdom strategist? Who are your 12 people? And then who are your Peter, James, and John? And in a business world, the Peter, James, and Johns would be your tax person, your um, your tax person, your social media person, and your legal person. Those are your Peter, James, and John. You have 12 disciples but then you need a Peter, James, and John, which are your counselors, who you listen to, good counsel, good advice, et cetera, et cetera. So I think those are some tips. I could go on and on and on about referrals, but I, I, I want to leave with this. Entrepreneurship, small business is about relationship building. You have to practice having relationships. People buy from people who they know, like, and trust and all that is relationship building. And then when you build the relationship with client A, then you ask him who else in your circle of influence that I call that I could treat them in my products, goods, and services as well as I did you? And usually when you ask a good customer that has a good client rating on Facebook or Yelp or whatever you choose, you would not believe the depth and width. You probably can get ten names out of that one person so those are just a few pastors. i don't want to over talk i want you to be able to ask a question because i could go on 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 because i just love it but those are a few that i see as we turn in 2018 we're talking about this new trump tax bill we have got to learn emotional intelligence and understand we need a team and we can't do it by ourselves awesome i
1: mean said a wealth of things i mean you you told us you know our first transaction being in our family oh health oh that oh health that's that's one of the things that i you know i I can say that even in the um, faith-based community that we really really need to um, grab a hold on as your health is your wealth um, as as well, you you're talking about emotional, intelligent, making a sacrifice. Many a times we want things, but we will not make the sacrifice. And I believe you know so many entrepreneurs, um, because they haven't, um, they have not, or those who desire to be entrepreneurs, they they refuse to make the sacrifice on the front end. You know, um, I can't remember who, who quote this, but they say, "Do do what everybody." don't want to do now so that later you can be doing you know what everybody else desire to do. And what that means is that we just, you work Ooh. hard at, up front. And I, I'm sure I probably quoted it wrong. <laughs> and um, so at the end, you know, on, in the later end of life, while everybody else working hard, you know, you, you're relaxing, you, you know, you're doing vacation. You don't have to work as hard because you have built the empire. And then she came back and she gave, she was um talking about, it. I was hearing her talk and she was just talking about how you build an empire. <laughs> How you build an empire, how we move from being solopreneurs into establishing an, an empire because if our businesses is gonna outlast us and they should, um and they should, we gotta begin in a we gotta start with a corporation. We gotta begin to have the mindset of a corporation. Um, and so and she just, just really, really um laid that out. She dealt with Brandon, she dealt with so many things, um, that, that really hit home and that we really, really need to, um, take a, a very close look at. I mean, even all the way down the relationship, you, you just left really no stones unturned <laughs> as we tapped <laughs> into this conversation. And so I just absolutely just love it. Love it. Love it. Um, you know, you're doing definitely great things, um, with business speaks now, um, question i'm, I'm gonna p- just pull out a question i have like so many uh, from the conversation that you you did just give you just given to us so for those who are maybe struggling in in the area of sacrifice what would be your what would because i think that's one of the major issues what would be your um your advice to them to help them break that struggle that they're having with um with being able to sacrifice to establish that business that they're looking i have
0: i think i think we're in a. I i think everybody in the faith-based organization is probably doing a daniel fast or some type of fast the one the one great thing about fasting the bible says some things we do with prayer some things need fasting and praying and the purpose of the fasting is a sacrifice Is you're bringing your, your palate your body your craving your need under submission to the holy spirit you're doing without this is the great so even though you're doing without food or sugar or whatever whatever the Lord laid on your house through corporal through the church a group of people or sitting by yourself you are learning how to sacrifice bringing your desires under subjection and the purpose of that it resets it shows God I love you enough to give this up but it's a resetting there A start, a new beginning, a regeneration of the cells, the cavity of the stomach, the bloodstream, et cetera, et cetera. It's no different than the sacrifice of your credit cards, your purse, your will, your business plan, et cetera, et cetera. So the first thing with a sacrifice, you have to be committed. Lord, I want to move my business to the next level, whatever that is, the next level in God, okay? You submit your plans, Proverbs sixteen twenty three. You have to write things down. The purpose of the writing is the vision, but the clarity, the focus, the targeting, the target mark, the deadlines that you have for yourself. Sacrifice. You have to write it down. First thing, I'm a to to the Lord commitment. The second thing, you have to write it down. The third thing is you have to ask the Lord to help you. Because you know it's going to be difficult. You need to put up every credit card that you have. A great time for resetting, Pastor. Everybody going to start getting these big income tax checks. Say to the Lord, I'm not going to spend a dime. I know, understand first thing. If you believe in first things, at the, you know, first fruits, you do your first fruits. But you set that money aside. Of course, I would say this is another show. Open you a business banking account and deposit it in there. But that's another show. Take that money and do not spend it for 90 days. Ask the Lord to pray and work with you. Study to show thyself approved. Get a clear understanding from God. But the final thing I will say, you can't make any more excuses. You know how to fast. You're spending, go on a spending diet or a spending fast. It's the same principle, Pastor. you got to bring yourself under subjection and deny yourself this craving in everything that you have
1: that's that's very that's 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 good and that is a kingdom um surely that's a that's a kingdom principle one other question i want to ask you um but as we're getting ready to come out to the end of the show is going um it's going to be this you talked about and you talk about commitment. You talk about writing down the vision and asking God to help us and definitely no more excuses. we got to throw the excuses out the door and be focused on what it is that God has called forth in our, in our life. What are your thoughts on accountability, accountability partners?
0: I think they're necessary. That goes back to um, the 12 have built your team. Your team overall, so you have an expert In the areas of business, like I talked about, social media, legal taxes, uh, uh, an attorney, uh, um, a mental therapist, a doctor, whatever. But the accountability piece, you see Jesus gives the example. The accountability piece was Peter, James, and John because when he wanted to be intimate with his father in the the inner court, you would consider when he went to the Gethsemane to pray and he brought Peter, James, and John with him, he went to the inner court. And they were protecting right outside the outer court. That's a, that's that's kind of a metaphor that I kind of use when I'm talking about them. So when you talk about accountability, even though they fell asleep, God was still talking with him about the things the Lord was saying on his heart. And the reason why he chose them, because I'm sure in a relate back to relationships in a relationship type type of way, even though he was Lord and Savior in Jesus, the Bible says he came to us in as a man in human flesh. And I'm sure when he got tired and he wanted to surrender, a lot of times Peter James and Johns reminded him. Also, well, Jesus, the Word says this, or Lord, you said this on Monday, so here it is Tuesday. We got to do what you said on Monday. The accountability is already set up. When we when he walked the Garden of Eden with Adam, and then Adam hid from him, and God said, Adam, where are you? That was accountability. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Not just not just place, Pastor. Where are you in your consciousness? Right. Because now I know. I already know when I'm asking you what the answer is. Because I already know you fell upon sin. But where are you? Your con- not only have you fallen from grace from me physically, but in your mindset, your consciousness, you fallen from me. Because the Lord said you must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And because He said it impacted His spirit. He became accountable, and because of his accountability, after that, he had consequences. So, Pastor, all that to say, yes, you have to have an accountability partner, and as a business coach and consultant, that's part of my role as your partner, to be your accountability your accountability partner and not allow you to be lax to not allow you not to be excellent, to allow you not to study, to allow you not to take your plans before the Lord, not to allow you not to have your 12 disciples or your three inner circle, Peter, James, and John. That's a role of a consultant and a kingdom strategist is to hold the people accountable because if you don't hold them accountable, then they're just out here. uh, Year one, I want to start a business and they have the same conversation in year three, year five, year 10, year 15. And then we're doing a eulogy and they've, talked about things that they wanted to do and the, the what they say the largest place for the most creative people is in the graveyard mm-hmm. and if some of those people would have had an accountability partner then their legacy would have outlived them
1: wow that's powerful and we want legacies that outbuild us and so the time is to start now and so I miss am sheree how can you just let the audience know how can they contact you.
0: Sure. Uh, you can contact me on my website at www.businesspeaks. That's B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S-P-E-A-K-S. It sounds like Business Peaks, but it's Business Speaks with two S's, net, .net. You can email me at Cerise. C-E-R-I-S-E, at Business Speaks. I'm on Facebook as, at the same name. Please go on and like. I give some good weekly tips. I'm on Twitter at Business Speaks. And Pastor, you can call me at 470-377-1498, 470-377-1498. I give a complimentary of uh, 30-minute consult for any business. I've worked in 25 different industries, and I look forward to speaking with you. And I thank you again for allowing me to be on here, and it's just been a joy. And I love to see how you've grown. You've just taken over the world from the BOSS Conference until this, and I'm just so proud of you, and I'm so proud to be part of your team.
1: Yes, absolutely. It has just been a pleasure um, since we met about two and a half years ago. Um Maybe three. Um with knowing you and yes, your wisdom and everything that God has poured inside of you and to see you go, you know, you going from one place, one end of the world to the next. And just imparting into people <laughs> lives, and imparting into people's lives with the wisdom and the knowledge that He has given unto you. And she is, when I say a wealth of resources, um, Mr. Reese Hall, Business Speak, is a wealth of resources. I mean, uh, and when I say wealth, I mean wealthy resources that can impact your life, um, and impact, increase your profitability. As she push you and move you into your purpose and moving you into the plan that God has definitely declared for your life, and you know I love it because she stands on business principles, <laughs> and, and because she stand on those business principles, God said, "Look, he said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word, amen, will forever mm-hmm. remain and so because it it is biblical principles." Your business, what is that percentage for your business to outlast you, to, to to go beyond your lifespan? That empire that you should be building, amen, will go beyond your lifespan because it's built on the rock, that which is solid and that which will remain Forever. Make sure that you guys reach out um to uh, Miss Sharice Hall and, and let and partner with her. Let her become in your inner courts, you know, your inner circle or definitely be one of your, your twelve disciples to help get your business to the next dimension, to the next um dimension, to the to the next place. You know, it's time, you know, my my theme this year is to shift. So hey, amen, it's time to shift into greater heights and greater depths into the, uh, the things that God has called for for us to do. And so it's nothing like she just talked about, that accountability partner. It's having somebody as rich, as rich as she is in knowledge and, and, you know, in information and in connection, you know. She just don't come with words. And with also connecting you, you know, with other individuals that can definitely help you grow and mature in your business you know your your network is your net worth and she is definitely one of the the individuals that you want in your network because she would definitely help your net worth grow and excel amen you know what it has surely been a treat and an honor uh, our missionaries to have you um right here on the build your empire with the kingdom strategist we have just truly truly enjoyed you and 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 your business business speak because that's who you is and um and it has just really (laughs) really been been a been a, a profitable time um for the listeners, for the listeners, and so if any listeners out there, we do have a few moments we got about four minutes where we're able to take and I meant to um call that out earlier any comments that you may have, you can go ahead and hit the um the comment button and and pull the information down. I didn't pull up the call log tonight, but if you put out any comments out there, we'll definitely definitely read them over the air for you if we don't get the opportunity and you're listening to this broadcast in a replay whatever questions or comments that you may have um, after that we'll make sure that we get them to her so that um, she can answer them for you so that you can partner with her with this amazing woman this amazing woman of God who can definitely 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 take your business to new heights into new dimensions and even if you haven't started you know, um, you know, and, and there's a little spark there. Go ahead and let her put the fuel, put the fuel on the spark to make the flame <laughs> begin to begin to, you know, to get on fire with that call, with that purpose that God has placed on the inside of you. Um, amen. This uh, this hour has been very, very, absolutely powerful. We're right here on the. Build your empire with the kingdom strategist with none other than miss Reese hall the c e o of business speaks all the way uh from Candace. <laughs> sorry, my lord, my lord, thank you jesus so amen, so since there's any one minute wrap up that you want to give to the guests i mean to the um to the listeners, the audience while we're here tonight,
0: sure. Pastor, I think, uh, you know, amidst of all the negativity that we are um, hearing on the TV and all of that, and just just know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And no matter what is going on in the world, the Lord has a position, a time, and a place for you and your business. And take advantage of the opportunities and the resources from um, Pastor Zorn, not only her, from her skill sets, uh, from this this uh, podcast that is powerful and it has an anointing, and then you know if, if I can help you and I help existing businesses also, please reach out to me with the information that I stated earlier. And then just know at the end of the day, as we as we close and and wrap up this show and how I wrap up my show, CEO, you have a message that needs to be heard.
1: You have been listening to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist. I am your host, Deron Shea Zorn, your Kingdom Strategist on the Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. If this message have empowered you, go ahead and go to www.deronsheazorn.com come and subscribe to our mailing list so that you can stay in the know on what we are doing, what we are doing here at the Kingdom Strategist Firm. Until next week, until next week, you continue to build your empire, making sure that you put your hand to the work, to something pertaining to your vision, your goals, your dreams, your desires. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we will see you next week right here on the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategies at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you next Wednesday in Jesus' name.